Welcome to the Coach Cahill Show, where we talk about all things kicking, recruiting, and the business of the kicking industry. I'm your host, Coach Cahill. Excited to have you. So what are you supposed to do when your kicking coaches collide with one another? Inevitably, it is going to happen. There's just too many kicking coaches. There's too many crazy kicking coaches. Um, and they they all think they're entitled to every player on the planet. Why do kids work with multiple kicking coaches? They don't always do it for the uh, technical coaching, I could tell you that. Uh, what they do it instead for is access to these coaches' perceived, that's key word there, perceived uh, college football coach networks. Kicking coaches, the savvy ones, they position themselves as gatekeepers between players and recruits and the colleges they want to go to. Um, and there's no way to really verify how legitimate uh, a coach's uh, college contacts actually are or aren't. Uh, secondly, there's no way to verify exactly how much a particular coach does listen to a kicking coach's recommendation. Um, I can say for the most part, the the only thing any coach could ethically say to a family or player is that, hey, you know, when it makes sense for you, for the team, uh, and for what they're looking for, I'd be glad to help you get in touch with this coach and recommend you. But after that, there's nothing anybody could ethically do to move the needle forward. It's totally out of anybody's hands once a coach gets, <clears throat> gets that information. Um, and so uh, players and, and parents, they're in a, a tough spot because they know they need access to this very secluded world of college special teams coaches and recruiters and so then they're in the position of working with multiple coaches to try to get access to that um, kind of further complicating the issue is um, private coaches are not allowed to act in the capacity of an agent according to the NCAA um, that what that means is no service or coach could explicitly promise you they're going to, you know, quote unquote, represent you to college coaches, Um, even though implicitly high school coaches and the really good private coaches, they're all hitting the phones, uh, you know, trying to generate leads for the guys that they work with, or at least try to match their players um, with programs that want them. Um, so anyway, inevitably, this is going to happen where you have to, a kid, a kid works with more than one coach. Now, the immature coaches are the ones that are going to say stuff like, why are you working with so-and-so? They're going to talk badly about other coaches. Um, they're going to be obnoxious about it. They're going to say, hey, you have to tag me in these, these social media posts and whatnot. Um, the professional coaches are not going to do that. Um, you know, when you bash another coach, whether it's online or in person, the, the clients you're working with are thinking a couple things. One, if that's how he talks about somebody who's not here, what are they saying about me when I'm not here? Two, you're also intriguing the other person about the coach who you're bad mouthing. What, maybe there's something to this coach if it's got this guy so heated up. 
Um, you know, and so I don't know. I think it's just inevitably you're as a as a player in a family you're going to run into this stuff. Um, so so what can you do when that happens, or if you're confronted by your coach about working with another coach? Um, there's a couple routes. I mean, realistically, in these kicking coaches and private coaches, their whole business model um, re- revolves around associating their name with talented players who get placements at name brand schools. And there's not a lot of those players. So if you have a little bit of talent, that's why they're fighting over associating themselves with you because you know, every time you tweet out a junior day and you tag this coach and you did a junior day at Notre Dame or like a Yale or a Harvard, that drives business to that kicking coach. You know, one really good uh, player associating themselves with you as a private coach, that can make or break your whole career. I mean, think about Tom Brady's quarterback coach. Nobody knew who the heck he was before Tom Brady. And now look, he's running TB12. So uh, that's the first thing you have to understand. These guys need you economically much more than you need them recruiting wise um uh the the second thing would be uh so so that's i guess that's the first option you could just tell them hey you know uh listen i understand where you're coming from in an ideal world i know you would prefer that i don't work with other coaches but i'm just looking to expand my network as much as possible for my recruiting i would hope you'd understand that but if you don't then we need to stop working together and like college coaches don't, uh, I think there's this fear that college coaches will actually act on what a kicking coach says. College coaches look at kicking coaches like a bunch of clowns. Like we're all, we're really funny and quirky to look at, you know, like a weird looking animal, animals in a zoo. No, I can, nobody's listening to a kicking coach when they say, yeah, don't recruit that kid. Uh, you know, he trained with another coach and, um, most the really good college coaches the college coaches you actually want to play for they're not listening to any of that silly stuff they're going to do their own research on a kid and if you can kick if you have the grades to be admitted and they like your personality it doesn't really matter what any kicking coach says about you um so i think you have we all collectively as an industry we need to get away from this uh fear that working with a that if I tell a toxic coach I don't want to work with them they're going to go bad mouth me and it's going to hurt my chances to get recruited somewhere totally not the case um and it's really just these egotistical coaches um you know I don't know flexing their authority that they think they have but they actually don't um the other approach is you could take a kinder approach and you could just say you know, hey, listen, I like working with everybody. I get something out of every single coach. I really value my time working with you. Um, I would love to continue that relationship, but I would understand if you didn't want to. Um, so um, overall, what do you do when these kicking coaches collide with one another? One, you have to understand, just to sum it up, they need you much more than you need them in the long run. Two, most college coaches are not going to listen to the the bloviations of some egotistical private coach on Twitter. Um, so don't be afraid to cut ties if you have to. Um, and then, uh, you know, three, I think more broadly speaking, don't don't be afraid to to call it out when it happens. 
Um, no, nothing will get a kicking coach or a private coach uh, to shape up more quickly than if they sense they're going to lose business from you. Um, so anyway, uh, that's just kind of my riff of the day. Um, really appreciate you taking time to listen. You can reach me at Brendan Cahill underscore on Twitter. Shoot me a DM. Really appreciate you guys taking the time to check this out.